I'm Tammy McCarthy. And I'm Becky Fleischer. We're two soul sisters on the front lines of growth and transformation, getting real about it all. You know, sometimes we're totally in our woo-woo groove, walking on light. Yep. And other times, we lose our footing and end up tripping over those very same rays of sunshine. That's woo-woo in the real world. On this show, we're giving you an inside look at all the healing practices and mindfulness that we use and how we integrate them into our lives. Yep, we're talking to interesting people who can help us along the way as we look at some of the woo and wild things that make us go, hmm. We hope that you'll join us. Living Living woo-woo in the real world. Welcome to Woo Woo in the Real World. Yeah. And today's a special Wednesday. It's like doubly special. It is. Well, triply, really. But uh, it's International Women's Day. Mm -hmm. And we have a special guest in the house today. We do. A big welcome to Kristen Noel Raniola. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. We're so excited to be here in your beautiful studio. Yeah. Where you perform all of your services, mm-hmm. your Reiki services. Glad that you made it in. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So, um, okay, we're going to get right down to it. We yes. are talking today about Reiki, mm-hmm. which is a Japanese healing modality or technique. I think yes. it was introduced, what, in the 1900s? Mm-hmm. And um, we're just going to jump right in. Um, you know, it, it's interesting because if anybody who knows me, you know I'm an energy person, right? And so I launched a wellness, a holistic wellness company in 2016 that um, included um, a kit that would just get mailed out to people, a meditation retreat in a box, right? And oh, wow. so that's what led to um, this collective uh, that I opened in Pound Ridge, where healing modalities were a big part of what I did. Right. So, and that's how we met. Right. Which is yes. amazing. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> in 2018, when I opened that space um, and I was offering Reiki services there, it was that's so. What you were. Yeah, and it was so interesting to me that nobody knew what Reiki was. Now, I wouldn't say nobody, that but a lot me. of people yeah. would come through because you know we would have it every Saturday and then by special appointment. Mm-hmm. And people would be like, what's happening over there? And right. how do I get involved? Right. right. Um, so it's so interesting. And then, you know, post pandemic, obviously things changed. But I'm so glad that you're offering it uh, here. And I want you to just tell people who don't know what is Reiki? Oh, boy. <laughs> let's, yeah. just, let's just start there. And then we can talk about the healing benefits. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, you know, in a previous episode, I think I talked about this amazing Reiki healing session that I had in Chicago. Because mm, I've yeah. used it for many years for pain, you pain management, you right. know? Yep. But so many other, I mean, it's used in hospitals and for pain and for mm. stress reduction right. and anxiety relieving. Um, it is slowly relieving. making its way into the mainstream, Yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, but so yeah, so school us. Yes, I shall, all things I will, Reiki. I shall school you. <laughs> so um, as mainstream as it's becoming, with it as you mentioned it's provided in hospitals now and prior to the pandemic i was at stanford hospital every mm-hmm. friday in oncology and um post-op it's very helpful for pain which i sounds like you are already aware of um when you explain it it is very woo-woo it is very woo-woo it's one of the most woo-woo things it you know? is yeah. yes because what we are doing as Reiki practitioners, 
is channeling divine energy. So that's a lot right there. Yeah, right. Through your hands, through your hands. Through our, through my hands. And sometimes it can it can be on touch on the person as well as not, right? Right. So a lot of I think the standard practice is hands on. It's called hands on healing. Um, I tend to hover. Um, Our first template is right about here, and I think that's just why I I get a better read when I hover. But if we just say it on paper, I heal people (laughs) by hovering my hands over their bodies. It sounds super, you can lose a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, but as energy people, right? Yes, yes. I am a self-declared energy person. I know you are, and we're talking to one, which is great. Yes. Um, So just to kind of drill down a little bit on this idea, right, Right. And, and what it does is, like so many things that we want to detox from our bodies, from our physical bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Energy can get stuck in places, Correct. right? And it gets clogged up and it can cause physical ailments, right? Um, it can cause emotional distress, um, the stress and anxiety, fatigue. fatigue. So, so a, a, a bunch of things happen. Um, you can have stagnant energy, which is a buildup like you're talking about. It, a full block isn't really a thing, mm-hmm. um, but you can get very, very stagnant. Another, um, but totally different um, problem, I would say, is depletion. Mm-hmm. So very often, say anxiety, right? Anxiety typically is not a block as much as it is that you are not grounded. Mm-hmm. So the majority of your energy is up here mm-hmm. and that gets very uncomfortable very mm-hmm. very quickly that's mm-hmm. why you start feeling heart palpitations mm-hmm. and the running of your mind and so it's perfectly good energy but it's in the wrong place right so people do tend to think of blocks right oh i have a block release release a lot of times it's more about integration and movement mm-hmm. yeah a huge part of um, knowing that you're that you're actually channeling divine energy is the art of detachment. Right. Right. So, which is a a daily practice. Yes. I mean, this is a uh-huh. way of life. Yeah. It's a way of living. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know how to detach, then you should not be placing hands over anybody. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah. that's a very big piece of it. Yeah. No, protecting your own energy is key to this and, whole thing. And type. the other person's mm-hmm. right because we can uh, in. You can have the best of intentions, mm-hmm. but if you have attached to their pain, right, mm-hmm. you are depleting yourself because mm-hmm. you are now using your own energy, right, and you are giving them more pain. Yeah. So this yeah. is not helpful. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so there's it's it's a true um, art form and something that that um, the, just the difference between using your own energy mm-hmm. and actually channeling divine energy. It's a very subtle tweak. Yes. Yep. Um, but as practitioners, we need to be very aware of it so that if we yeah. do feel ourselves, um, you know, as you can imagine, most of my um, clients are women. Mm-hmm. I do have some males, but at the moment, it's still predominantly mm-hmm. females. And so a lot of those problems I can relate to, right? Yeah. If somebody's coming sure. in. And so it's very important to have this ability to detach and mm-hmm. understand that somebody else's journey is not my own yeah. and to channel 
divine energy versus use my own. Right? Yeah. It's not, I am going to fix this person. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 It no, is no. God's will be done. Yes, you know? exactly. Have you ever had a Reiki session? I So I've done Reiki in small bites with you yes. at one of the Soulful Soul shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. that's right. And yes. then we did um, a full moon ceremony where we had the, the mini Reiki sessions as well. But I've never done a full-on session. Mm. So for me, I might be on the other end of the... Reiki understanding continuum. Yes. Um, I'm not as familiar with it as you are. Mm -hmm. So I was so looking forward to this conversation yeah, yeah. because for me, kind of coming from the outside looking in, how would someone know that a Reiki session would benefit them? I think it's maybe the first step to, right. for people to understand, like, how do I know that Reiki is even for me? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. And really, um, it, it, it covers such a broad spectrum. Uh, I mean, anything from migraine headaches a lot of people come to see me because they have pain but according to their doctor there's nothing wrong hmm. um there's never there's no reason to not receive it 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 works you know whether you're pregnant whether you're in chemotherapy whether you're on medications um it would be more about does it call to you is it speaking to you is it something that you think you're comfortable with, because um, it's a tricky question because it's not about, um, oh no, we don't cover that. <laughs> you have IBS, I don't do IBS. Right, right. Is it just for physical pain or physical feelings in your body or no? is it for people oh, I, going through emotional? Emotional distress. Okay. I would say the majority of my cases is emotional distress. And um, I that, uh, I don't want to say it makes me happy, but I'm glad when people come in when it's at the emotional distress level mm. because if we don't deal with that, mm -hmm. um, emotion is a frequency and mm -hmm. those are the frequencies that get stored in our body if we don't deal with them and release them. So when people come to me, once it's manifested into a physical issue, it gets a bit more tricky to treat. It's treatable. Mm -hmm. It's just going to take a little bit longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when someone comes to you, do they, I mean, how does your intake session look? Do they tell you what's going on? Do they, yes. do you just kind of intuitively know what's going on? Do you feel things they don't know what's going on? Like how does it's that all play out? Of, it's a whole big mix. So my intake sessions typically take anywhere from 90 minutes to two hours. And, and sometimes they take even longer. Wow. That's pretty um, thorough. Yes. The reason for that is I sit down for a good half hour and here's where it gets super woo woo again because during those conversations I'm clairvoyant and I've spoken to my guides since I was a very young girl and this is truly their practice and they step in and start guiding the conversation so sometimes people come in thinking that the problem the core issue is one thing and it ends up being something entirely mm -hmm. different and they sort of I'm not the person who you sit in front of me and I say oh I know what it is um, it's, it's a process, it's a guided, they start talking and my guides will say, ask more about that, ask mm. more about that, go to their childhood, go to this, go to, they, they um, in my own life personally and with my clients, they like the person to talk it out. Mm -hmm. They like them to come to their own conclusion together, mm -hmm. right? Versus me just say, oh, they're telling me that it's this, mm -hmm. your mom wounded you when you were young, mm -hmm. that's it. They like them to talk through it. Mm -hmm. Which and makes sense. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because Well, it's empowering. It, right? Exactly. Because you're coming to your own. 
I'm not telling you, and I don't believe in telling somebody um, what their wound is. I believe in people telling me what their wounds are. And I think that that's a very important part of the process. Mm -hmm. Sure, like tapping into that intuitive inner knowledge and inner wisdom. Yes, I feel that really if I have a job, it's to reintroduce you back to yourself Mm. and your Mm -hmm. own power. And we all intuitively know these things and we all intuitively have this alignment, this, this energy is free to all of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, there's this thing called life, right? Right. Which um, knocks us off our alignment, knocks right. us off our path, knocks us off our course, right? And a lot of times, you know, so many people, um, but particularly women, I mean, we talk about this all the time, you know, we just shoulder so much, right? Yeah. So what we're feeling, what we're going through, you know, on any given day, just gets suppressed or I'll deal with that another time. Um, And then what happens is, you know, the body goes, hey, 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 time out. (laughs) You need to listen to Uh me now, right? And and to your point, it's like, yes, we want to get back to ourselves, but sometimes people are so disassociated or so their nervous system is so dysregulated Mm -hmm. that you know, they don't know where to begin, which is why I love Reiki, because it's such a beautiful modality where not a lot is required of people other than to just be open and receive it. Mm-hmm. And it's beautiful. It, it, and it's subtle. Yes. It's, it's subtle. It's not, um, you know, a, a lot of times uh, for the first two sessions the only goal is just to get that person good and grounded Mm -hmm. so that they feel safe Mm -hmm. to release yeah right yeah so um a lot of people come in and they say get it out of me and it's like whoa we're not ready for that yet because you suppressed it because it didn't feel so good Uh, and until we feel good and safe right we're not gonna release anything. We're just gonna get nice and and, and know your power mm-hmm. and know your strength, and then we'll yeah. yeah. Then we'll and it's that. just so fun. Be well, fun. I think it's fun, right? Like the more you get your own energy clear, the more you are clear about your own energy. Yeah, hundred percent. And like today, for example, like we talked about, like you know, the full moon and today and just all this stuff is just. It's a very active time period right now you know um and stuff is really moving and shifting and today even this morning as after i got out of the shower it's like the the simple things like i go to reach to, for the moisturizer pump thing right. and i i feel like i'm just going and picking it up right about and that thing just like flew out of my hand Okay, girl, just like ground yourself, you know, you don't need to attack the moisturizer, <laughs> right, right, right? Right, right, but like multiple things were happening like that where That's I so was just funny. like a bit too amped up, you know, it, it, and you know what it's, we were talking about this, um, at the moon ceremony last night about the, just the collective energy right mm-hmm. now is not giving us gentle nudges. It's like a full shove. Yeah. Full it's shove. like, let's do yes. this. Let's go. <laughs> yes. And, and, um, back to sort of normalizing it. Right. Mm-hmm. So your first response to it flying out of your hand was, yeah, girl, let me go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, down. This Let's Tammy, just, right? Yeah. <laughs> the evolved, more conscious yeah. Tammy. Right. Right. That's what right. they say. You know that you're like making progress on yeah. the path when, when you have a different first right. Place you go. When you have yeah. a different reaction. Right. Yeah. So yeah. For myself, 
right? Whenever I'm feeling, it's like, woof, it's like, yeah, get this down. And so it doesn't have to be so woo-woo. It really doesn't have to be. It's just like a daily thing. Like no one knows when I'm sending my energy to the ground. Mm -hmm. I've probably done it 50 times since you've been in the room, (laughs) but I'm doing it. Uh You know, it's just a part of who I am. I'm in a part of my energy self-care. And the more where we are of it, I think life gets a lot easier. Because otherwise, when the cream goes flying, you get pissed (laughs) and everything's, you know, and then that's the kind of stuff that happens for the rest of the day. Right. Whereas you can kind of stop it. Yes. If you just like, okay. Yeah. yeah, but I like yeah. how you just said, you know, that's where it's that's where it's, it doesn't seem so woo woo because, you know, it's a very woo woo in the real world thing you just said about like mm-hmm. I grounded myself five times. You didn't even know it. You know, because <laughs> I'm just right. in my regular world incorporating these practices. Mm-hmm. So it's become second nature. So right. one of the things we like to ask our guests is how you define what is woo woo because I think people define it very differently. And yeah. so we're always curious, like how do you define oh, it? Oh wow. For me, it would take a lot for me to think something's woo-woo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I've mm-hmm. been talking to beings that nobody can see for <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so um, when, when I hear the word woo-woo, I kind of think of like gypsy with the crystal ball, uh-huh. and, you know, uh-huh. that, that sort of thing. And what I, what's important to me, especially with the gifts that I have, right? Because I, I tell people what I do and most people don't expect it because I look like this. And typically I don't have a hundred, you guys caught me after work, <laughs> I had, you know, three clients this morning. Mm-hmm. But typically I'm not walking around with my, with my arms full of crystals. I put them in other very discreet places because yes. I believe in them mm-hmm. as protection. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't have to, you know, I'm clairvoyant. I rely on them mm-hmm. every single day. Mm-hmm. They are my entire practice. I'm here to tell you I could not practice without them. Mm-hmm. But if I was walking down the street, you wouldn't, I don't think anybody would assume that. So mm-hmm. it's sort of like normalizing the idea that this energy exists right. yes. and we can interact with it as much as we want to mm-hmm. or don't want to. You right. know, my husband's NYPD, he has no desire mm-hmm. to interact. You know, he's like, that's nice, honey, just, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's, and that's okay, too. Right. You know, they're, but he still appreciates what I do. Mm-hmm. He still appreciates the feeling of Reiki. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. You don't have to, you don't have to believe in all things woo-woo right. to benefit from Reiki. Right, exactly. He just likes to lie down. I yeah. say nothing. I give him Reiki, and mm-hmm. he feels amazing and just goes on his way. Mm-hmm. And so that's another thing. Sometimes clients come in, and my guides are like, let's just tone it all down. <laughs> like, we're not here. Yeah. You know, we're right. not here for right. this client. Because this right. client's not going to be open to that You're part of You're going to scare this. them. Yeah. yeah. That's, that would be dysregulating. Right. Right. So let's leave us out of it. Yeah. And that's also, you know, the goal of what we're doing as well. Just, you know, know, sharing, exposing, Mm -hmm. and letting people decide for themselves where they want to be on the woo spectrum. Exactly. If they want to be on it at all. Exactly. Right. Right. Um, I'm going to invite somebody on the show, um, a friend of mine, and we met for coffee. And, you know, she just started talking about woo. And she said, you know, she's someone who um, would not consider herself woo. Let's see. Interesting. But she got a book from, I believe, her sister. Okay. Um, And she actually gifted me the book. So I think it's like a whole episode 
Interesting. Oh. In terms of people's first entry yes. into woo, right? It's like wow. your first kiss almost. You it know? is. And you go, ooh, something, is, something just happened. And then right. well, it yeah. made me feel, right? It like, made me feel it a certain right. way. Yeah. 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 All the feels, you know? Yeah. And so it was just a neat conversation. That um, is. To catch somebody that, like, just kind of stepping yeah. on to the, yeah. to the spectrum. Is yeah, kind of and it doesn't mean that she's going full in on the no. world. No. Right? And she's finding doesn't her way. To. And, um, you know, it just made me feel good, right? Yeah. Because also that's kind of like what this is all about and right. why we want to talk to people like Kristen. That's right. Because someone may hear this. They may book a session with you, and then it's a ripple effect, right? They go out into the world, they're more calm, they're more centered, and therefore they're interacting with people in their community or their world in a much more compassionate and kind way. People stepping into their own mm -hmm. is so powerful. That's like that's multiple, what that's, that's what changes the world. Episodes. Like that's what changes the game. <laughs> that's that's yeah, multiple so episodes. many episodes. Yes, but, but that's. That's the goal in this room. Yeah, is is understanding like no, you. Thank you for coming to me, and you have the power. Mm -hmm. Right, right, and yeah. just reintroducing people um, back to that. I mean, mm -hmm. I I was raised talk about mm -hmm. anti woo woo. I was raised by an attorney, mm. and you know, I can IT sales. <laughs> yeah, and so for me, my journey was very like mm, like nobody else is talking about. They're angels. Like, that's weird. I talk to them all day. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, what's happening? You know? And, but it, it, so everybody's during, they, they kind of tried to dip their big toe into it for my sake, which is beautiful. Sure. But even like, I got to experience firsthand people. I mean, that generation is not woo woo. Right. It totally. It's just not. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I think people are slowly, I, I get, clients from that generation yeah and they're ready yeah they're like i've tried everything else mm -hmm. so i so that's really neat too yeah that they heard about it from one of the hospitals mm -hmm. or a friend or you know walking through your store mm -hmm. it's you yeah know, and it it's just... just an amazing time i think also you know we talk about the collective consciousness as well right mm. and so you know if you if you follow these topics um and, and what's out there about it. I mean, where where are you on, on that kind of, I don't know, spectrum of, I guess maybe a perspective. Um, yeah, just in terms, well, you know, and we've spoken about this on other episodes as well, just in terms of, you know, the pandemic, which, okay, so, you know, everybody was talking yesterday about Saturn is now entering Pisces. Right. And so it's the ending of a karmic cycle mm -hmm. and it's the beginning of another two-year cycle, right? And so what we've come out of is very, very um, not surprising because we just had this pandemic, right? So it's about kind of being shackled yeah, and having to wear these masks yeah. and very restricting right. and very aggressive. And, um, and so, and now we're shifting out of that. Right. And there's much more movement and much more support yes. and go for the big dreams and do yes. all those things that, you know, you've been wishing and hoping for and maybe actively working on. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, but if you're in energy and you're following the, the and you're a more conscious, you know, person, um, we're kind of not surprised that no. that this is happening. Mm -hmm. Right. And so maybe I don't know. It's a question that we can talk about. 
your parents are part of a generation that you know you think of as not woo woo, right? Correct. Yeah. And I would agree with you. Yeah. Um, but now more people in their generation are seeking these types of modalities, are seeking a deeper connection, are seeking a deeper understanding about who they are, what is the big meaning of everything, why are we here, yeah. right? I mean, not to generalize, but it seems to be more and more people of all ages and all generations are seekers, yeah. are trying I, to figure well, it out, right? I completely agree, and I think that just as a collective, right, what mm -hmm. we saw during the pandemic, like as, as an energy healer, what I saw was it didn't matter what side you landed on, you were afraid, mm -hmm. right? Yes. You were either afraid of the vaccine or really afraid of those who did not get the vaccine. Mm -hmm. You were, you know, it, it. both sides were filled with fear. Yeah. And so I'm sitting back as an energy healer and I'm like, so we've got a virus and tons of fear. <laughs> this is gonna go well, uh -huh. you know? Right. And anger, right? Yeah. There was a lot of anger. And, and, and so it was sort of like, this this big swirling pot mm -hmm. but all i see these moments as energy contractions mm -hmm. so energy it's science mm -hmm. right contracts yeah. before it expands mm -hmm. which is something i i tell my clients before i work on them because you will feel pressure before mm -hmm. a big release mm -hmm. and that can be disconcerting because i'm not touching your body so mm -hmm. it's like what's what's happening right it feels weird and so when we, when I see things like that in the collective, it looks it to me, it's mm -hmm. like, oh, the entire world is having a contraction. Mm -hmm. This is what a contraction looks and feels like. It feels like chaos. It mm -hmm. feels terrifying. Mm -hmm. It feels yeah. scary. And it's part of this nice ascension into a much better place. Right. But sometimes we have to be very uncomfortable. Yeah before we're willing to look like right. it. And it's I think a collective so shift, many, like these other yes. shifts that we talk about. Well, it it's, is you know, truly, a, I mean, it's, it's a birthing process. It's mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. When you're moving to another, you know, kind of level of consciousness, I mean, you're birthing to another spot. And yep. so, yeah, you're going to have to have you the contraction have and the pain. And yes. The, and then you literally, the reason why it's so scary is that you, as, as an ascension happens, mm -hmm. To a, a to a better place, you're literally in an energetic frequency that yeah. you have not been in. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it feels very uncomfortable until you acclimate, and then it's mm -hmm. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, yeah. I learned a couple of years ago that there are two words in the in Hebrew for fear. One is yira, and one is pehad. And they're, they're different. One, yara is an energy that you've not come in contact with before. So it's a fear of stepping into something bigger, stepping into a new experience, something yes. that's maybe going to expose you to a different level mm. of something. or ah. It's that rising up. Mm -hmm. And so even an ancient, I always love it when you can like tie it back yes. right, to a perennial. Oh, so mm -hmm. yara is that feeling of like, whoa. But, it's, but it feels in your body. It feels exactly the same mm -hmm. as pahad which is the fear of I'm getting chased by a, a dog, mm -hmm. right? A, yeah. a real, you know, that real triggering fear. The feeling fear. is fear. It's yeah. the same feeling. Mm -hmm. It's yes. the same feeling. And so you have to learn to differentiate between yeah. the two. Right. And, yeah. And, and yes. And to become, come into awareness of, okay, this is a contraction. I'm okay. I'm going to proceed, which That's is right. not what you would do if like, 
if you're in danger. Was not fun. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you have to move. <laughs> yeah. Contractions. Yes. Yes. No, yes. 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 That's right. Have to leave the building. But yeah. even somebody last night had a contraction. Yes, that's right. So it's yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's a palpable physical feeling. Mm -hmm. yeah. I thought that was so fascinating when you said that about the energy, you know, contracting yeah. before it expands. I had a woman here the other day that had a, a tremendous release. She was literally lying there saying, "I'm giving birth to trauma," oh. and, and it was perfect. Mm, it was yeah, that's really the to just get it out. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it can, wow. it can be very intense, mm -hmm. but I'm like. Like, you know what? Truer words have not been said. Yeah. She's doing amazing now, but I just love right. how she put it. Yeah. She's like, that's I'm a great way to think trauma. about it, even as uncomfortable and painful as that probably was to, yeah. to process. Right. Right? Yeah. yeah. We have a doggy in the house. We, we do. Everybody, here's the, the doggy. It's the cutest little doggy. <laughs> it's the cutest doggy. Well, to, to kind of round out the whole yeah. energy thing, the other thing I heard once, and I'll just, I want to connect this dot because I yes. want people to. Sometimes when you're like maybe stepping on the woo spectrum, you kind of hold like science, you yeah. know, with a, mm -hmm. a little more authority than energy. Mm -hmm. uh, but Chuck Yeager was the first person to break the sound barrier. And so, and he said, the thing that you would not expect, but what is true is that the cockpit shakes the most mm. right before you break through. He said, right when, right when I thought it's all gonna come, this whole thing is coming apart. Yeah. It's coming apart, I'm not gonna make it, I'm dead, right? <laughs> He said, all of a sudden, boom, and he was—he broke through. Wow! And so I, I just that. thought, I you know that. what? That is so true. Mm. Like it just—everything shakes the most in your life, and like, and when you're making these big moves right before yeah. that yes. ascension that you were talking about, yes, and coming it's real. into awareness of that, right? It makes it. There's a level of comfort there, right? Yeah. When when you begin to feel the, this huge amount of discomfort, knowing like, you know what? It's worth it. Mm -hmm. It's worth mm -hmm. it. I know, but we probably have people listening to this going, why would I want to do that? Right. Yeah. Why yeah. would I want to put myself yeah. through this yeah. discomfort? Right. And, and how do I know I'm going to break through? On the other side, it's incredible. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. You're just at a different level, mm -hmm. energetically, physically, emotionally, peace. mentally. Peace. I mean, peace. Yeah. Peace. Yes. Just peace. Peace. Yes. And, and, and I think the the comparison to to COVID pandemic times and now, right, is is a great sort of example of that. Mm -hmm. Like it felt scary. It felt constricting. It felt, you know all of these things. And now it's like, okay, right. mm. we're okay. And guess what? People are working from home now. Companies are respecting life-work balance. Mm -hmm. And all of these beautiful things have come from mm -hmm. it. Um, which the great reset. A, yeah, yeah. yeah, that society and needed. needed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, so are we worse off for it having happened? Um, it, I think I think people are have like you said it was a beautiful reset mm -hmm. that we all I mean because people were working fifty hour weeks and right. you know and I I'm seeing that come way down I'm seeing a lot more women at least my clients coming in and making decisions about their work life balance yeah. and mm. stepping into that whereas yeah. I mean ten years ago five years ago mm -hmm. you wouldn't have done that yeah. You could not have asked for the things that they're asking for. So that's a beautiful positive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, anyway. It really yes. is. Yes. Well, Kristen, again, another beautiful conversation. Really great. In really the woo-woo really world. Mm -hmm. um, thank you for joining us today. Thank you yes. for asking me. Yeah. Yes. And um, to all of our listeners out there, we will link 
to your socials and to your website. So if you want to reach out to Kristen, um, your company is Noel Healing. You're located in Pound Ridge, New York. And um, we encourage you to get in touch, get your energy balanced and get it grounded out mm -hmm. and get yourself grounded exactly get yourself in yourself exactly. yes <laughs> and maybe a great way to, to end today is do, i mean is there a fast takeaway that you could tell everybody who's listening if they're thinking i could use a little grounding but i can't get into a session or you know life is just not supporting that right now uh -huh. do you have like any suggestions for what people can do just on their in their real world yes how do you start to ground your energy and and I'll give that. two big ones that I do every single day. Great. The first one is it's very it's it's very simple. So I, I won't even talk chakras because not everyone's <laughs> into that. Either. Oh, we talk chakras. But we let's talk. okay. Well, we do. Well, I know. But not everybody <laughs> I know. Does. I know. on their day. So let's <laughs> talk. I'll just say the belly tends to be sort of our our, our powerhouse of of energy, and we can just sort of imagine it like like a ball, like a nice warm ball mm -hmm. rotating, and then. Imagine it flowing down our legs, through our feet, into the earth, making roots into the earth. Mm -hmm. And so what this does is the earth's frequency, and all of this sounds woo-woo, but it's a beautiful way to ground, is very, very relaxing, and we can engage it whenever we want. Mm -hmm. the, so it's relaxing in and of itself. But the way I use it and the way I, I suggest people use it is when you're going throughout your day and say you do see something that's triggering or upsetting, you send it down to the ground. Mm -hmm. Just like lightning must always ground itself, the earth can accept our excess energy. Mm -hmm. So we can use it to support us in that way. And you can do it anytime. Like you, you can do it as you sit here, you can do it as you talk to people once you get really good at it. Mm -hmm. So it's a really simple way to ground your energy. The other thing which I recommend to um, almost every anxious client, but also anyone during this season of spring when all the energy is moving up, is simply soaking your feet in warm water and Epsom salts. Mm. Um, it's a great way just to pull that energy back down where it belongs so that everything isn't all up here and we start to feel yeah. really out of sorts. So those great are two tips. really... Really easy ways. Great tips. Great grounding tips. We appreciate it. And thanks yeah. again for having us here. Thank you guys. Conversation. Thank you. Until next time. We'll see you then. Bye.